And we are back to the Labar Media Podcast. So on the show today, we have Mike from Rwanda. He works for Andela. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing well, Joseph. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So quick one before we get started. Um, I just want to know about quickly about your background. So you were Senior Manager of Developer Communications before you became manager director of Andela in Rwanda. And so how has the transition been like for you? Um, um, yes, so a senior manager uh, working on all the programs to be able to bring in developers uh, into Andela. So think dev community engagements, uh, lots of outreach and putting all the structures in place for our uh, accelerator program. Um, when I transitioned into being the managing director, it was at an interesting time. So my first day officially was 1st of April, 2020. Uh, this was like a few weeks into the pandemic. So not only was it a bigger challenge, bigger role, uh, but it was also, you know, in the heat of the pandemic, lockdowns and everything that was going on. So it was really a baptism under fire. <laughs> I would put it that way. Uh, Lots of changes. The world was changing, as you could see it. Uh, but I had great support. I had great support. Um, my leadership at Andela, uh, people I could rely on. But also the other thing that made that transition smooth, uh, also my team, the team that I work with, the team that I lead, uh, that really understood what we were working against, but also support structure. Della was set up always as a remote first company, as mm. much as we, in the past, we had campuses and different and offices in different locations, but we were really set up to be a remote first company. So what happened even during the pandemic is that where everyone else might have been scrambling to figure out what to do, we were just trying to make sure that people can set up their home offices, at least in Kigali and Rwanda, that's what we were looking at. Everything mm. else was in People already understood what it is to work remotely, what it is, uh, the cadence, uh, communication, the skills needed and everything. So once we had that figured out, everything else was able to move smoothly. Um, and it's been an interesting journey this far. Before years, in a few months, um, lots of learning, lots of growth. Um, yeah, it's an interesting ride I'm on and super excited about what the future holds. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, congrats on your upcoming fourth anniversary. So I think people have heard the name Andela before, but if somebody were to ask like, okay, what does Andela do exactly? Are you guys like a recruitment agency? Do you just hire developers to work on different projects? How would you describe what Andela does in the tech ecosystem? Yeah, so in a in a in a one sentence, what we do is to connect brilliance with opportunities. So we connect brilliant minds, brilliant engineers, brilliant technologists across the globe um, to amazing opportunities that they wouldn't have access to otherwise. Um, born in Africa, in Nigeria, and then eventually expanded to other countries in Africa, that eventually 
became really global because as of 2020, we became fully remote and then we started expanding uh, into South America and other parts of the world. And now we are truly global. Uh, but really what we exist to do is to connect people, to connect uh, amazing talents to amazing opportunities. So you have companies that are looking for talents but would not be able to access them because they don't understand the markets that they come from. They don't, there are all these misconceptions and concerns and fears and all these different things. And when they come to us, we're able to highlight and show them these amazing talents and what they can do in what we have, now what we have, and we'll talk about it from length a bit later, our talent cloud, the clients are able to see everything that they need to make a decision to board a top. So what we exist to do is to connect those two uh, and when you do that really well, the talent is happy because they're able to do this from the comfort of their home, from the comfort of their city, wherever they are, um, without having to travel thousands of miles. Uh, and the clients are also able to get uh, their work done and products built, and they're able to build diverse teams and hire anyone. Yeah, that's about it. I try to keep it short. <laughs> no worries. Okay, so I think you mentioned that, um, and that opened up to you know more globally. So that means we can just basically say, even though you started from you know an African perspective, you've kind of become a more global remote company. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. And so what is the current process at Undell like for maybe like young developers or people with tech talent who want to join the company? Like how, how do you basically onboard people? Yeah, so we have um, a platform. So, you know, maybe I'll share with you the links so that you can be able to share them when you post the podcast. Um, they can be able to log on and they can be able to sign up. Um, and once you sign up, there's a technical assessment that takes place. Um, there's also uh, an English language assessment just to ensure that you English skills because communication is critical. Um, and then once you're verified and you're able to see your skill level, then um, you join our platform. And on the platform, you'll be able to access all the opportunities uh, that are available. And what will happen is um, when an opportunity is posted, um, our talent cloud, our our AI engine will, you know, select the mo the profiles that make sense, be able to uh, re make recommendations for you, um, and that way the talents are able to uh, get connected with 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 the jobs and be able to start the work. So depending with the clients that we work with, we'll have clients that want us to handle the whole process. We'll have clients that also want to be involved in part of that in terms of uh, making sure that the talents are vetted, making sure that they meet their requirements. Uh, but what we really pride ourselves in doing is making sure that that process is really seamless because a lot of times the recruitment process is broken where it takes too long. Um, for the clients, it takes extremely long and they are not able to see the profiles that they We can be able to show clients profiles that match the need within 48 hours. And also on the side of the talents, what that means is that someone is not waiting for a very long time uh, to be matched, to be able to find opportunities. 
Um, so they see there's a level of clarity that is ongoing, um, transparency, sorry, um, in the whole process. And then the other thing is our talents are able to even set someone is able to say, this is minimum rate, this is what I would like to work with. And then in addition to that, <clears throat> something we started noticing is that um, clients wanted to get a good understanding of what's going on in terms of how do these people um, you tell us you have vetted engineers, but are they really qualified? So we've integrated Qualified, which is, you know, the best uh, platform for assessing developers and whatnot into everything that we do. So, and over the last decade, we've, on our platform, we've probably assessed more than 4 million profiles. So there's a level of accuracy in uh, how we can be able to match talents based on the opportunity that is available, which reduces that friction uh, that is existing. And this really helps and this uh, adds value. And then lastly, uh, something that sometimes is overlooked is in our marketplace, because I'm like the market, uh, we also make sure that, so we connect you to the roles, we connect you to the jobs, and we make sure that you do work, but there's also the infrastructure that goes with it and everything else that goes with it. So making sure that well-being of the talents is taken care of. So making sure that they have access to a really healthy, vibrant community, making sure that they have access to uh, the services that they would want, things like health, what, so making sure that those are available at discounted rates, all these different pieces that people for, uh, in addition to uh, the flexibility of working from a, you know, in a remote first world, because sometimes this is what miss, what people miss out on, where they're like, okay, I'm not going to an office, I'm not meeting people, I'm not doing ABCD. But if you have a healthy, vibrant community, if you have, uh, you work in a company that has a good culture that is encouraging all these other things, you help break these things, then it helps you be able to manage and balance and be able to progress in your career. Okay. So I also want to know how exactly, you know, the working with different companies work. So are you, is Andela the ones reaching out to companies or are companies reaching out to Andela for the talent or is it kind of 50-50 kind of in a way? Uh, yeah, it's, it's really both ways. Um, there'll be companies that will reach out to, there'll be others that will come to us based on recommendations because maybe two CTOs or engineering managers have talked um, and people realize that, um, hey, this is working for me and I would recommend to you. And those are normally the best, to be honest, because um, you the credibility is there. Um, so it's really, it's really a mixed bag. It's really a mixed bag, but whichever way, um, if a company reaches out to us, then we have team members, I have colleagues that will reach out to them and be able to solve the questions that they have. Because a lot, if it's their first work with staff, they will have a lot of questions, they will have a lot of concerns. So it's making sure that we walk them through the journey, we show them our processes, we help them understand um, every, how everything works together. Um, and a lot of times uh, you see it in how the size uh, of the teams keeps growing. So they'll start off with a few engineers and then realize that these engineers are doing a great job. And also because our, our 
what we what we really value is to ensure that they're integrated within the existing teams of the companies that they're working for. So we don't want them to feel like an island where you know someone is just showing you what they did after a few months. No, we make sure that they're integrated. So it allows the engineering managers, the CTOs, to really keep a close eye and see what's going on. And that's when someone is like, oh, I can be able to grow with this. Uh, because, I mean, recruiting uh, technical talent is can be frustrating. It's extremely hard. So if you have a company that you're working with, a partner that you're working with, that allows you to really upscale much faster um, and doing it based on your needs where it's it's not you take the guesswork out of it and that really right. helps so i guess the next question is where, where do you find your companies are coming from are they coming more from maybe um, countries like the us uk like where do you normally get most of your companies from Yes. Um, so we have a lot of, it's true, we have a lot of companies from the US, uh, Europe, um, even other parts of the world. But even in Africa, we are getting companies that are uh, working with us um, and really growing with us. Um, because again, one of the things is remote work is not something that uh, is as foreign as it is. Uh, one of the challenges in the past is that people had a bit of apprehension towards remote work. Now they've realized that it's really a perfect way to be able to scale your teams. Um, and that and there's a talent shortage, uh, if I may say. So it's it's mixed. You're seeing more African companies uh um, and the other the other reason for this is the fact that you're also seeing a lot of VC funding that is coming into Africa. So as VC funding then as companies are able to scale uh, in, a, in, a, in a measured manner, if I may say. Because normally if a startup is bootstrapped, um, then they're struggling and they're not able to predict and say, okay, I need an engineering team to grow by this size. Uh, but now the moment they're funded and they're able to do that and they need to grow, then they can be able to do that. So we've seen uh, more companies in Africa do that. Uh, we've seen more companies in Africa do that. And then also on our part, it's making sure that offerings. When Andela started, it was uh, mostly software development, so application engineering. Um, we no longer just focus on application engineering. Um, we are now looking at cloud computing, data and analytics, AI, because with everything that's going on with generative AI, this is a field that is growing. Uh, we have companies that come to us and they're looking for product and design work. So it's really adapting to the needs of the companies uh, that are coming to us because we have a huge community, uh, more than 150,000 engineers vetted. So it's, it's a huge community. And then sometimes it's also the talents that are working with the companies that come back to us and say, hey, my manager is looking for X, Y, Z. Can we be able to do this? So it's 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 a mixed bag and it keeps growing and we are trying to adapt as we go. Okay, makes sense. So I also want to ask this question. I think some have made some arguments that um, most developers or the tech ecosystem in, in you know Africa, most of the talent would rather go somewhere where they get more, I guess, comp compensated better. 
Um, and Andela's kind of given more people more opportunities, and some might even go to work for companies in the U.S. and other places. Um, what would you say that? Would you? How would you say? Or what would you say about people saying that Andela is kind of creating this almost pipeline or funnel for talent to go out of Africa to other countries? And how would you say Andela is maybe trying to make contributions locally? That's a really good question. So. Um... I think that's a limited view because um, one, the fact that we are remote first uh, means that you know if someone is in Ghana, if someone is in Rwanda, Kenya, Nigeria, Egypt, Uganda, anywhere in Africa, they're building from there. Um, so they're still paying their taxes in their home countries. They're still involved in everything that's happening there. Um, as you know, a lot of developers uh, will work for a certain period in a corporate set, so start their own thing. Uh, if you look across the different announcements, uh, a lot of times you'll see, you know, there were Andela alumni, the CTO did this, Andela and things like that. And to me, that's testament. That is not something that would happen if that person was, was in the US or lived somewhere else. Maybe they could, but I believe a lot of times why you see it happening in Africa is because they're interacting, they're seeing that problem, and then they won't solve So how we look at it is, one, make the opportunities available so that um, they can get access, to, yes, to the resources, but also, and, and by resources, I mean the compensation, but also the knowledge. Because if you, someone who builds a product that will be used by 500 people or 5,000 people is completely different to a product that is used by millions. Um, the moment you start understanding how to do that with a scale, it's a different game ultimately. So I think we need to, what we need to focus on more is how can we create a critical mass? How can we ensure that this is a um, so that you have young people who are getting into this field. And partly this is what we are still doing at Andela. In Rwanda, we still run the accelerator program where the Andela Technical Leadership Program, where every year we train 100 people. Um, we've done 500 over the last five years, as of December last year. We currently have 150 in the program with another 50 resuming in a week. So by the by next month, we'll have 200 people and we keep doing that every year. We have the Andela Learning Community where every year we train thousands of people in partnership with Facebook, with Meta, Google, Microsoft, all these different partners. The reason why we do this is because we realize uh, everyone, there's high demand for senior software engineers, but someone has to keep creating that pipeline so that five, 10 years down the line, we have the senior software engineers who are, who are doing all these things. So, and then you're starting to see all this happening because if you look at all the corporate uh, tech companies that are coming and setting up offices on the continent, that's a testament to the talent that is in Africa. The fact that Microsoft can, can invest more than a hundred million US dollars to set up the Africa development centers in Nigeria, in Kenya, you, every day you're hearing announcements, Amazon setting up offices, Google is hiring now from Africa. All this is because the talent is now available. Um, if the talents are not available, 
they would go elsewhere. They would go elsewhere to look for the talent. So we need to do that. And we also need to make sure that uh, we need to keep doing what we're doing, providing the opportunities so that the people who are skilled can get the opportunity to really uh, push the envelope, to really uh, grow their But we also need to keep developing so that there are more junior engineers and developers and technologists coming in every day so that we have a critical mass um, to be able to serve our markets and others. Okay, great. Okay, so I want to switch quickly just to ask about AI because you mentioned AI before. Um, so you guys are actually bringing more developers, uh, building more talent for AI. Um, I just had a question about how Andela is approaching AI, especially, you know, now that most of these AI um, languages are also trying to, you know, push out code and everything else. So I guess my question would be, um, first of all, how is Andela training or training, yeah, training developers with AI? And how does Andela look at AI from maybe a threat perspective or maybe even a, a companion for development for young talent? Yeah, so I think um, our position is really the latter, uh, more of a com companion. Um, our CEO is now on record as saying it a lot of times, Jeremy, where it's, you know, really the world we're moving in is one where everyone is going to have a co-pilot uh, in everything that they do. Um, and really our, our position is to embrace it, um, to embrace it because it, if you embrace it and you use it right, it gives you superpowers. The, the, the genie is out of the box. We can't really put it back in there and, and pretend that it's not there. So it's how can you be able to leverage it more? How can you be able to really um, expand this? So one, you've already talked about it. It's continuous learning. It's making sure that our talents uh, keep updating themselves, keep growing. Um, I think um, most people are afraid and because of what they've seen with ChatGPT and everything. But what people don't realize is that we're, that's just one use case that we're looking at, right? That's just one use case that we're looking at, but there are many others. So it's making sure that our engineers, our talents um, have access to really, really um, the cutting edge information and can keep learning and keep growing. So we make sure that within our community, um, we are making courses available for people to be able to tech, to be able to grow. And even looking at things, um, generative AI is huge right now and it's in high demand and making sure that People are skilled in that, but we're also making sure that people are skilled in the AI tools that are used in the background, uh, the ones that actually program and come up with the gen AI tools that we see a lot of users use. So we are embracing it and really moving along with that, uh, but we're also conscious of um, some of the concerns, um, things like uh, privacy laws, things like making sure uh, always informing our talents that uh, you cannot be using this and, you know, input um, code that you're, that you're going to put into production and things like this. So just making sure that everyone understands what is available. And even, um, but one aspect that I really want to highlight is, especially in our case with ATLP, because we also deal with the junior developers, it's also, there's a bit of a concern there that people who uh, are beginners uh, could cut corners 
and not be able to learn all the fundamentals and everything that is needed. So even on that aspect, it's where we are showing people uh, how to go about it, where we are like, okay, you could try to pack corners and try to fake it and make it seem like you know what you're doing when you actually do not understand the logic. So we've had to adapt how we train people, how we level up people. Whereas what you see for the more advanced uh, experienced engineers, uh, how they learn and how they adapt is much different to how the jobs uh, learn. So it's just those nuances being able to understand that. But I believe that it is going to allow us to move forward. At a uh, and we have to embrace it. We, there's really no way around it. Um, and the good thing is that at the core, technologists are very curious. They're very curious. They, they love learning. They love taking on new challenges. So it's not, it's not something that uh, where you're giving them challenges and asking them to learn something new and grow. It's not, it's not a hard set. They really latch to that much faster uh, than a lot of us because they know that things can change. I still have one, one final question before we wrap up. So um, we're now in February 2024. So what's next for Andela this year? What what are you, are you guys have any plans or are you just kind of keeping the ship floating? Like, what do you have anything coming up? What, what's the plans for Andela this year? Oh, yeah. Um, so I think it's, it's really being able to keep pushing and uh, ensuring that our growth uh, keeps going in the right direction. So... Uh, late last year, we launched the Andela Talent Cloud, uh, which is really our solution to this problem that we've been describing, uh, being able to ensure that uh, companies have access to amazing talent and talent have access to companies, and we do it in a manner that is very seamless, uh, where all the infrastructure that is needed is in one place. We can be able to talent in a fast way, we can be able to qualify them, we can be able to place them fast way, like I said, in about 48 hours. Um, and that, you know, that provides a host of challenges that we are continually trying to solve, compliance, all this, the security and everything that is going on. So it's being able to grow that. As much as we are saying 48 hours, we would love to even reduce that and keep innovating. So that is the main thing that we look at. It's being able to grow that. Um, and then it's also making sure that uh, we continue to make it more accessible. So in Africa, uh, make sure that more people have access to us. Whether it's through the trainings that we do, make sure that more people can be able to access that. With the companies that we work with, uh, make sure that the companies have more clarity and we uh, and be able to adapt faster. And then even for our talents, it's making sure that our talents, the feedback they give us, um, if they notice a problem and they give us that feedback, we can be able to adjust to it very quick. Um, because again, we, our job is to make sure it looks easy and seamless. Um, but in the background, as you know, there's a lot of things that happen there. So it's making sure that we really grow that and we keep innovating um, as we move forward. And like I said, um, Andela launched in, launched in uh, 2014. So this year we are turning 10. 
So it's we and we've, we're doubling down in everything that we do because we believe that this is a huge problem for us to be able to solve uh, because we know there are still people who are not able to get access to these opportunities. And we really want to ensure that everyone uh, who is capable to be able to access this and can be able to move forward. Yeah, because 175 countries globally um, and Andela started in Africa. We are an African company, so, so it's part of it is making sure that um, that uh, mission, that drive uh, to be able to solve those problems, that really works. And they are, you know, there'll always be challenges and problems to solve because um, it's 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 a huge responsibility. I would say it's a huge responsibility. Because you have, we've done multiple surveys, um, more than, I think I think the number is 35%, more than 35% of developers in Africa have been trained by Andela, uh, did some sort of Andela course. Um, that's a huge population that could have an impact on. Uh, and seeing these people be able to increase their income, be able to serve their communities, be able to serve their families and be able to grow. And then looking at um, more people that we can reach. Um, yeah, that's that's we, we really have our work cut out for us, I would say. Um, and lastly, make more people understand that remote is the future. Uh, remote mm. work is the way to go. Uh, most companies are looking at um, we do have companies that, you know, are still uh, resistant to that. But if you look at most companies, they are embracing remote. Most companies have realized that this is the way to go. Um, and with, I think it was Gardner where they said about 70% um, of companies are looking to at, at least have some form of hybrid uh, remote setup. And that shows you that um, the world is changing. So if we can make sure that we equip the people so that they are ready for that and we position ourselves and we make all the tools needed and available to companies to be able to easily hire and be able to bring in these teams and, they, and uh, augment their engineering teams, um, this is going to be great because the more... Um, diverse the workforce meaning with talents from africa with talents from from europe from south america and other parts of the world then we are able to solve more problems because when you do that then it's 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 the best way to approach it because otherwise you're only looking looking at it from one standpoint um which is not great so yeah um i know that was a bit of a mouthful but <laughs> We are passionate about the work that we do. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, thank you very much. I really appreciate the insight. So, yes, yeah, so, um, hopefully one day I also get to come to Rwanda and see what you guys are building. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Would love that. Please do let me know uh, if you make it to Kigali at any point. <laughs> I will definitely do that. So, once again, thank you a lot, Mike. Really appreciate making the time. Really appreciate the insights. Thanks so much, Joseph. Have a good day. All right. All right, have a good day.